You're listening to It Won't Turn Off on EdinburghNow.com. The show will begin after this short break. Please stay tuned. This is the student-led voice of Edinburgh University. Over the air and online all the time. 88.9 WFSE, Fighting Scots Radio. Support for WFSE is provided in part by John's Wildwood Pizzeria, open daily at 105 Erie Street in Edinburgh. John's menu includes pizza, hoagies, wings, salads, and more. Information is at 814-734-7355 or on the web at johnswildwoodpizza.com. Premier sports talk show here in 88.9. I mean, that's safe to say because we're the only sports talk show on 88.9. I'm not going to ask you to spell that because I'm pretty sure we'll be here for the next 30 minutes. It's okay, Tyler. It's all right. When you grow up and put your big boy pants on. Don't miss a minute of the action with the morning after. Weekday mornings from 9 to 10 right here on WFSC. Tyler Trumbauer and his team have the latest in Scott's sports as well as a breakdown of current college and professional seasons every weekday morning on 88.9 WFSC Fighting Scott's Radio. turn off here on edinburghnow.com or if you're watching us um youtube on youtube.com um yeah so there you go we're we're all over the place now we're everywhere we're everywhere now now we're everywhere so i just kind of started recording while logan was talking and hoped that he wouldn't notice no but i noticed but he noticed. i noticed and if you were watching you noticed yes so logan to witness that magic what's up um, not much. Um, you want you want me to go over what we're talking about today? Is that what we're talking about? I mean, you could. That's yes. usually what we do, so it would definitely be appreciated. However, if you don't, I totally understand and get. Yeah, that no, position. I'm just going to protest it today. No, all right, actually, cool. no, I'm going to. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about the new Friday the Thirteenth game. Yeah, um, that was loud. That was loud. <laughs> uh, no TV. Sorry. Sorry. Moment of silence for TV. Well, I thought um, there was a TV. Oh, there's no TV in there. Yeah, well, sorry. I okay. guess we're but not anyway. talking about TV. Uh, we talk about Guillermo del Toro and Benicio del Toro. Yep. So prepare to get confused Portano if you're not paying attention. Uh, we're going to talk some comics. Um, yeah. The Jessica Jones prequel comic. Yep. Um, we're going to talk some miscellany as well, including Spider-Man in Disneyland. Yep. So we got we got some stuff in there. and. So. I'll probably throw in a Halloween-y type question Please do. in here. Don't even, nice don't you even didn't have warn one, me. But I'm not going to warn you at all. You're don't just going to have me. to be on your toes okay. at all times. I have only good feelings about this. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so have you done anything in the past two days? How was your How was your day off on Tuesday, the the reading day that we had? My reading day, yeah. I, I didn't really have a day off. I still came in, yeah. worked, on, yeah. worked on the paper, worked yeah. on the paper today. Um. I'm trying to think. Nothing new, as I said. Once again, I've been, I've still been grinding on Destiny. Right. Uh, I think that that should just be assumed for everybody that that's kind of a thing I'm going to continually do now because I'm just trying like to, me with Metal Gear. I yes, I yeah. did finally get to level forty. So oh maximum. well, that's cool. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you, Britton. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, but nothing overly new. Um, okay. 
Yeah, I'm looking to this weekend hopefully um, dive into. I, I want to watch some horror films. I really want to watch some horror films. Now that we're in this season. Yeah. I mean, we have been. We're almost halfway through it. <laughs> no, I'm really in the mood to watch some scary stuff. I yeah. haven't really watched anything yet this month. Yeah, I'm just trying to find a good time to do that. Yeah. But. So nothing overly new. What about you? Um. Well, I... Uh, I started up Wildstar again. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it like a week or two ago. It's free yeah. to play now. Um, and I had beta tested it, so I'm just kind of jumping back in. Uh, made a new character. Um, yes. You know, cool stuff. Um, it's a good game. It's it's fast, and I like the art style. And the humor is kind of Borderlands-esque, but better mm-hmm. than Borderlands. That's fun. And a bit more well-written with less memes. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's good. It's all right. There you go. And, yeah, so that's cool. fun. Um, There's that. And then we both got beta codes for the new Triforce Heroes We did. Heroes Britain game. got an email about I'm sure I probably did. I just haven't Yeah, checked. most people probably did. Um, likely yeah, not it's probably a, It's probably if you have the, um, what was it, Club Nintendo or whatever. That, or that's just shut down signed up. Now, here. Yeah, cl- rest whatever in peace. It was. Rest in pepperoni, Club Nintendo. Pepper- okay. <laughs> um, beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, Britain noticed the email and they give you three codes because it's a three-player for it game. for the demo. And he was like, "Do you want this?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. We could figure it out. We'll play together. Yeah, and we could talk about it on here." So yeah, it's know. a perfect opportunity. Thank you, Nintendo. Thank you. Um, yeah. So speaking of Nintendo, speaking of Nintendo, this is going to lead us right into our first right game story into games. So Fatal Frame: Maiden of Black Water, the new uh, Fatal Frame game that's mm-hmm. coming out on the Wii U comes out next week, which would be a cool thing to maybe look into for streaming because it's a horror game. Yeah. But I don't really know how we'd do that. Yeah, that'd be Because a lot of it, it kind involve... of is on the second screen. But yeah, that would involve... We'd have to film it. Do you have a Wii U? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've talked about Smash. We'd have to film it um, so that we can get... I have mine too, but... Yeah. We'd have to film it so that we can get it, like get the stuff that's on the Yeah, Wii we'd game need pad, multiple cameras. And then we would sure. need the a capture card for the Wii U. Because there's nowhere to stream, there's no way to stream directly from right, that. That's true. So anyway, Nintendo so. Um, labeled the launch trailer "quote unquote" extremely spoopy. Spoopy. That's that's <laughs> Britain's not saying that to be funny. It's not like they said it's extremely spooky. They, they literally said, said spoopy. Spoopy, like the meme in which there was a sign found at Target or Walgreens or a similar store that mm-hmm. instead of saying spooky with they a said, K, they said spoopy. Spoopy. With a P. So thank you, Nintendo, for being hip. Thank you. They're super hip. Super hip, hip, you know. Dude, that's why the Wii U is doing so well. That was a deadpan to the camera, (laughs) for those of you listening. Uh, (laughs) I tried to give you as much silence as possible for that one. (laughs) Rest in peace. Uh, Uh, Well, kind of soon enough. Um, So Allison Rhodes, Kickstarter. Uh, which we talked about. We did. Here. I was very enthusiastic Brent about it. Brent was very enthusiastic about it. Um, Kickstarter was canceled. Oh. Um, but those who backed it will receive some kind of bonus after being picked up by publisher Team 17. Well, that's that's good-ish um, news. Team 17, uh, they also published Worms, Beyond Eyes, and The Escapists, colon, Walking Dead. <laughs> As well as the upcoming uh, Yuka and Laylee, which is the yeah. spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. So I which mean, which I'm super duper uber excited for. I would be more excited if their designs were a bit better. Yeah, no, I don't how the characters look themselves. I don't love them as much as the, like Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. The gameplay but, looks good, but yeah. I don't. 
I don't know if Yuka and Lele themselves are particularly great designs. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of an odd yeah. look to them, but I would love to have the feeling of a Banjo-Kazooie type yeah. game again, so. Yeah. There you go. Um, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Speaking of horror games. Speaking of <laughs> ukulele, speaking of horror games. No, I, well, yeah, I know Allison you meant Allison Rhodes. Yes, story, yes, I know, Logan. but I know what you're talking about. It just was kind of funny. Somebody would have thought of that. Speaking of horror games and Kickstarters. I also am terrified of Yuka and Lele, though. Looks really scary. Really spoopy. <laughs> Extremely spoopy. <laughs> that's got it. That's the title this time. Extremely oh, spoopy. no. Yes, you can't do that. Maybe. Then there's a new there's there's a new Friday the 13th game um, on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been launched by former Tech TV, G4 TV personality Adam Sessler. Oh. Sans Morgan Webb. So oh. without Morgan Webb, just no, Adam Sessler. Uh, the team is looking for $700,000, and the game is set to be an asymmetrical one versus seven multiplayer game where one person controls Jason and the other players control camp counselors. Yeah, so it's it's good. John S. Cunningham, the creator of Friday the 13th, and Kane Hodder, who was Jason in movies 7 through 10, will be involved. There you go. So what were you going to say, Logan? Um, yeah, I was just looking at this story yesterday. Um, they had a bunch of pictures and stuff for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that it isn't completely ready yet to no. show any kind of demo or any not demo, but like a, a gameplay, gameplay or anything yeah. like that. But um, what, from what I read, they said it's very similar to um, Valve's uh, Evolve. Valve? It was Valve? No, Valve it wasn't didn't Valve. Make Evolve. What did I think it was Valve? Um, who made Who made Evolve? Evolve was a uh, remedy. Remedy. Was it Remedy? Once again. Okay, you, you fact check it. We'll actually, we'll actually fact check this episode as opposed to the last one. Um, I think it's Remedy. But, anyway. Oh, Turtle Rock. Turtle Rock. They made, um, they made uh, Left 4 Dead. That's why that's I why thought. You saw, thought that's why I thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that explains my messed up. But anyway. Yep. Um, they said it's very similar in concept to Evolve. In mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, you have one person being Jason, then yeah. the other being the counselor, so it's a 1v7. Seven. Instead of 1v, what was involved? 3, Three 4, four five, 5, something like six. that. But um, they said there will be some differences there um, as well. It won't be, you know, basically evolve clone with a Friday the 13th um, skin on it. I mean, I would hope not, because yeah. that wouldn't really work very well, yeah. I don't think. But yeah, I looked at it and they had a lot of pictures from it and the environments look really cool. I think it looks yeah. like a really neat game. I'm all for it. Um there's something else I wanted to say about that. Are you going um, are you going to back it? I I might back it. Actually, I think it'd be a pretty interesting idea there. Um Oh, that's what they were talking about. They're talking about the art um the like stereotype counselors that they have yeah. in the game and they said they are kind of sticking with a, the Friday the 13th kind of horror trope yeah. um, kind of ideas. So you're going to have the kind of promiscuous girl. You're going to have the... Basically Until Dawn characters. Yeah, stereotypical jock. You're going to have, yeah. like, the stereotypical nerdy guy. You're going to have, like, the girl-next-door type. And each type is Jessica kind of like... Simpson. Sure. Um, <laughs> they said each type will have different kind of bonuses for that so like the nerdy guy will do better with you know technology or stuff like that like if there's yeah. you need to fix something quick then he'll be better at that than you know like the jock guy he has better melee capabilities and the girl next door they said that she 
because that's usually the arch the archetype that um, survives in horror films. Yeah. They said that she has a better um, resistance against Jason. So I guess if oh, you're that's cool. Jason and you pop up against that one, then you can survive better than other people. Cool, I yeah. guess. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, they said it's kind of – they felt like they, they were worried a little bit about it because they thought people were going to be like, oh, they're such – they're stereotyping or like – they're you know insulting these group of people but they're no. like no we're literally just doing it because these are the tropes you see yeah. in horror movies you saw them in friday the 13th so we're mm-hmm. just kind of although they're outdated and antiquated um kind of things like we wanted to keep that because it has the feel of the series yeah. so i think it's i think the game itself is really cool that they're taking that into consideration and trying plus, to make it feel like friday the 13th plus that like just lends itself well to character picking yeah so you can pick a character that you think will have like better stats based on whatever play style you want to. Yeah, I might back the it. Game. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be cool, especially if they kind of spin it into. I mean, because you could have different like skins for Jason and stuff like yeah. that. Jason X, if, if you if will. We, if we back it, we could say it won't turn off backed it, and then we'll be in the credits. There you go, and <laughs> next step profit. Next step profit. <laughs> be like, oh, what is that? And then people will look. Look it up, and they're like, this can't be it. This can't be it. <laughs> this can't be it. We well, should do that, Britt. We'll pull our money together. Yeah. <laughs> and then get whatever the most expensive one is and then meet Jason himself. Yeah. And then have go. Jason on the podcast. <gasps> yeah, we could have Jason on here. And we that'd can be, ask him if it. he can do the like noise. I don't think he personally did it, but I want him here's, to do it Here's either. an excerpt of what the, uh, the Jason uh, interview would be like. Yeah. So, Jason, how, how are things going uh, with you currently? Yeah, just silence because he's great. a new character. Great. Uh, <laughs> you look good. How are the kids? Amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on <laughs> from kids. Well, this could be a transition. I'm sure kids play it as well. Maybe. Uh, they have um, come out and stated, I'm assuming Dice yeah. did, um, that 9 million, million with an M, uh, players tried out the battle, uh, the Battlefront beta. Star yeah. Wars Battlefront beta, so that's which is crazy. Cool. That's you know that's a lot of people. And I think um, they probably, I mean, part of that is probably because it was really easy to just download it and get it. Yeah, in. yeah. It wasn't. You know, they did start off with a, it was kind of exclusive pre-order, for yeah. pre-order, but then when they opened it up to the public, a I remember I didn't even know, and um, my friend he sent me a Snapchat of him playing, and I was like, oh, oh. did you pre-order? And he was like, no, it went live today. And then immediately I yeah. just ran on Xbox uh, you ran store. To it. I ran on it. Yeah. I, I ran on it, not to it. Oh, I ran on, on it. it. On so your... I got on top of my Xbox oh. One and ran, and then it got me to the store. Um, hmm. Don't Please don't do that, any of you. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, just downloaded it. So, yeah, it was pretty easy to do that. Um, speaking of Battlefront, though, um, it's not on the docket, but I saw last mm-hmm. night – that they announced the um, season pass is going to be fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's... the season pass for all the DLC, or what I would hope would be all the DLC so. and characters and maps. I'm assuming game modes, stuff like that. Um, it's going to be fifty dollars on top of the sixty dollar base game. Yeah, and I'm hoping that's. So to me, that would be worth it if they're going to do big things. Yeah. You know, if you're going to go, okay. A year from now, we're going to add um, the prequel type, um, you know, uh, the 
uh, old republic you know like those like different eras of star wars yeah. into the game then i can see paying that much money for it cuz you know that now mind you that's what i think the game should have been anyway i don't think it should have been exclusively just the galactic civil war yeah i mean that's my favorite part of star wars but i think you show all of it mm-hmm. um but if that's what it is it's like oh we're adding that we're adding those locations we're you yeah. know doing that then I can see shelling out that cash for it, but if it's but which, fifty dollars, fifty dollars is a lot. But that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping yeah. that means there's a lot of DLC, not just like, oh, we're gonna do a bunch of like gun packs. Ooh, <laughs> yay! If you play as Boba Fett now, your jetpack will be silver. Wow, sign me up for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping it's not that, which is concerning because um. Dice is under the umbrella of EA, right? Yep, and EA's and uh, DLC notorious. practices are almost as bad as Activision's. Yeah, <laughs> EA's is notoriously bad. But you're right, Activision's pretty bad. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to see what it is. I'll probably hesitate at first before I decide whether I'm going to do it or not. Yeah. I definitely, They definitely have a good, better have a good description, not just like, yeah, it's for all the DLC that's going to come out. Because I, I, like, I want it to be like, oh, if you do this, then in the future you're gonna yeah, get, yeah, yeah, you know, Mustafar, or you're gonna have. No, that like, would be amazing. I, I, I was a little uh, confused at first because I thought in one of the trailers that they had for the game it was Mustafar, and then you play it in. I played it in the beta, and it was. Um, I have to, I have to look up what it was, but it's not Mustafar because it was like showed lava, and I was like, yeah. oh, it's like Mustafar during the day. That's kind of weird because you didn't see that see in the that. film. I had the uh, Mustafar Lego set from Episode Three. Nice, very nice. It fell apart, but it had these little movie things so that uh, Anakin and Obi Wan could fight. Nice. Yeah, good stuff. But speaking of excessive costs. Destiny's microtransaction store is now open. Yeah. um, I don't know if you've checked that out in your Destiny exploration. I did check it out yesterday. It's kind of nice because what they do is um, I'm not a big fan of microtransactions at all. It's just not a thing I'm into. Um, I understand why people like them. I'm just Mm -hmm. not one of those people. Um, But when you go in in Destiny, like yesterday, as soon as you get to the tower, it just gives you – it's called Silver – so it's kind of weird. It's not like you go up to, you know, one of the vendors and they're like, hey, give me five bucks. They're like, it's an amount in silver. Okay. And so you basically buy silver with your actual money and then that actual money turns into an amount of silver. And that's what you use those microtransactions for. And right now you can only use it for the different emotes. Mm-hmm. So instead of, I think right now the default is point. Like, everybody can point at stuff. Yeah. Um, but now when you um, when you first start up, and I'm assuming it's only um, one time when you go in there. I don't think they do it for each character you have. But um, they give you 400 silver, and each emote is 200 silver. Okay. So they basically let you buy two emotes for free. For free. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, those are the... Um, think those are like the legendary because they have a couple that are like uncommon okay that are the and the one that everyone's the carlton dance yeah. that's one of the more exotic or legendary it's like one of the, <laughs> the upper exotic ones. dance 
basically. Um, I'm talking about like the different levels of like uh, materials and that. Um, but it's upper. I don't think I could. I don't think you could buy the Carlton. I mean, it might have been 400, so you might be able to like buy just that one. So do you buy like an a, a emote engram and then you decode it and it gives no, you no no it one? gives you all the options so oh, okay. like the one i have that i bought was i think it was called come at me uh-huh and, and it's like no oh. no no there was one that was like that i don't remember what mine was called it was like face me or something but it's basically like the matrix for those of you that are actually watching on the video you'll be able to appreciate it but it's kind of like the matrix thing where he like puts his hand behind his back oh, and cool. holds it out and yeah. does like the Waves his finger at yeah. me. So I got that's that cool. one for my uh, Warlock. I'm hoping Silver carries over through each character because I want to buy one for it my should, Hunter hope, as well. I would think it's a countdown. Yeah, so I didn't buy two for my Warlock because yeah. I figured I'd want to share it amongst characters. Warlocks, and great. Some of them are pretty funny. So there's I'm like, sure. there's one where it's like a come on, man, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called, but you're just kind of like, really? <laughs> it's when like, people do stupid stuff. They're funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So, yeah, I still don't like the idea. I wish you could just, like, earn silver mm-hmm. or convert glimmer into silver to buy See, it. See, that's what my – I like being able to have that option. Like, Guild Wars 2 um, has kind of a quote-unquote living currency slash economy thing where mm-hmm. you can use in-game gold to buy gems and then use those right. gems to get cash shop items. And um, a lot of free-to-play games are like that. But – um if Destiny were, if, like, that option was presented, then I feel like that would be useful and then give more um, incentive, you know, to do that, uh, to pay for those things. The camera's doing something. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. It, like, stopped recording. Oh, there you go. It's camera stop. Camera stop. Nah. Is um, it recording now? Or maybe. It's blinking. It's blinking. Stand by. Anyway, um, um, Capcom has revealed in its annual integrated report today that the Resident Evil team is focusing on virtual reality. Division 1 is reported to be, quote, building a new game development engine able to support VR. The quote went on to say that that is the hottest market right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where are they finding this information? <laughs> because yes. um, I don't really know anyone that's, like, super jazzed for VR. I know a lot of game companies are looking for that like i know nintendo is trying to with the nx do the big rumors are it's going to be highly virtual reality based yeah yeah yeah. um i know playstation what's the name of the playstation headset Uh, mobius yeah mobius um or no it's just playstation vr now i think yeah okay i was gonna say i thought they simplified it um but yeah there are a lot obviously you have the popular the oculus rift um that kind of stuff. So I can understand the thought there, mm-hmm. but um, I don't. I wouldn't say it's like the hottest thing right now. No, and I don't. I don't know if we'll get to a point soon in which it is, because yeah. I know a lot of people are still relatively skeptical, and I just don't personally have much interest mm-hmm. right now. Like, if I were to have an incredible experience with it, then I would understand, and then probably want to try it out myself. Right. But um. Like, at right now, from what I've seen, there's nothing that's, like, making yeah. me want to get on board with VR yet. Yeah. It, it's that's neat. And I've uh, my one friend, he has a Oculus Rift, and I played around on it. It's fun, but it's just I feel like it's not quite there yet. Right. Um, anyway, um, 
I did look up for the sake of accuracy the level you're on that's kind of the um, lava level during the battlefront beta yeah. is called uh, Solist. Okay. So it's not Mustafar, it's Solist. And that's what was kind of confusing for me. Um, yeah. yeah. There. That's understandable. In a news story that's important to me. Yes. Digimon Story, Cyber Sleuth, will be finally launching in North America February 2nd, 2016 on PS4. I liked Digimon a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Digimon was cool. And this game is kind of a upgraded slash more adult look at Digimon, um, which is kind of cool. Um, this game has been, like, supposed to come out for almost, like, two years mm-hmm. at this point. Like, it came out two years ago in Japan. Um, and there's been a huge effort to try and bring it uh, west. And that was finally coming out, so that's cool. It was supposed to be on Vita, so they up- updated it to be able to play on PS4. Nice. Um, and it features character designs by the person who um, has been working on the Shimagami Tensei uh, Devil Survivor series. So if you're interested in those and you like Digimon, check it out. There you go. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Digimon. <laughs> Digital so the monsters. last one, um, Bloodborne Game of the Year Edition is coming on November 25th, and it includes the Old Hunters expansion. So with it, this is relatively confusing. Mm-hmm. Be- well, not confusing, but the Old Hunters expansion is kind of like it was just announced like maybe a month ago at this right. point, and it hasn't even like come out in any form yet for the base game. So why why would you put out a game of the year edition? Right. For one expansion. Well, and that's the thing that's kind of funny too is you always see the game of the year editions or that kind of stuff. Um but yet the VGAs haven't happened yet. I mean, I know like pretty much half of every gaming um, media outlet has a game of the year kind of thing or like has awards that kind of stuff so people yeah. can claim that they're the game of the year but like I think it's funny that you always see like on the shelves now it's like every major um, blockbuster kind of game has like a game of the year edition yeah like Dragon Age just came out yeah yeah and it's like okay you can't all be game of the year <laughs> <laughs> remember the um the Batman uh, Arkham City one that had the really obnoxious cover art with, like, all the awards on it. Yeah, I that do remember bad. that one. But, yeah, I mean, I thought there were supposed to be two expansions, but as it turns out, the Old Hunters is the only one that they're doing, oh. so that makes a bit more sense. Yeah. But um, still, why not just sell it as a standalone expansion right. Right. for a lower price? What is... Okay, for those, like, who wanted to watch this, I apologize, because yeah, the, the camera's doing something, and I don't really know what... Yeah, so um, do you have anything else in games, Britton? In games, no. Okay. So well, we can take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a look at the camera, see if we can't get that yeah. figured out. And uh, we'll be right back we'll be after right back. this short break. BRB. You want to listen to our station, but you live under a rock or in a bog? Well, you can stream our station live at edinburghnow.com. WFSE, it's right there on the front page. 
WFSE is sponsored in part by Edinburgh Apartment Rentals, offering new apartments and townhouses to students and residents located directly off the Edinburgh University campus. The main office is in the Edinburgh Apartment Rentals Plaza right off of Darrow Road next to Norman's Pizza. Information is at 814-734-2700 or online at rentedinburgh.com. Are you tired of having the same old boring Thursday nights? Well, tune in to my show. My name is Andrea, and every Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m., I'll be bringing you the hottest hip-hop and R&B of today. You can tune in on air or online at edinburghnow.com so you can liven up your Thursday nights right here on 88.9 WFSC Fighting Stars Radio. And we're back. We're back. Looks like only half of this episode is going to be able to be put online because yep. I have to format my camera. So, so uh, we're going to work on that. Hopefully, we'll be able to record through all of the next one. But you'll still be able to hear us, our beautiful, beautiful voices. But for those of you who want to see us, yeah. unfortunately, you won't be um, seeing this part. So so sorry. So as we said at the beginning, um, there are no TV news. Unless you had some TV news, which I don't have any. Um, I mean, I could just say real quick that on the Muppet Show last night, yeah. the Swedish chef um, did karaoke. Oh. It was amazing. It changed my life. Well, that's good. Um, he did a version of Rapper's Delight. Oh. It was amazing. It's, it changed everything I've ever thought it yeah, that sounds about everything. Legitimately so, incredible. If you're not watching that show, which I'm sure is probably a decent amount of you, because I just love the Muppets, and that's why I'm so into it, um, at least look up that clip, because yeah. it's totally worth it. Um, in movies, though. In movies, though. Guillermo. 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 Guillermo del Toro is making a new, quote-unquote, indie black-and-white movie with one great creature in it. Del oh. Toro is looking at John Hurt for the main role, and should most likely shoot it before the production of Pacific Rim 2 starts next year. One great creature. So it'll have a good one one single, probably very well-designed creature right. being black and white. He's just going to make a black and white Godzilla movie. That's fine. I'm okay with that. That'd be cool. And then the other Del Toro. Yes, Benicio Del Toro. May or may not be the main villain in Star Wars Episode Eight, according to a casting sheet that was released online yesterday. He went to, on to say, when asked to comment, that if, quote, they want to believe it's the villain, then good. Awesome. So, I'm all for it. He's a good actor. Yeah. I think he's very intimidating. I think he does a good job. He's enigmatic. Yes. He's enigmatic. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I'd love to see him in eight, for sure. Me too. Um, Along with Hayden Christensen. Not, that's not what I want to see. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think that would be cool, um, for sure. But... I think that also kind of leads you to question, like, oh, so does Kylo Ren not make it through the first film? Well, I mean... Or is he in it, or is Benicio Del Toro in addition, his character in addition to... may or may not be a villain. He may or may not be. So Kylo could come back. Yeah. But the rest of the... Basically, the rest of the original trilogy cast members and the main three from episode seven are confirmed to be an eight. Along with Benicio del Toro's character, mm-hmm. those were the only ones that were like of note on there. Yeah. So it's possible. It is possible, but um, saying I'd like to see that because I think that was kind of one of the problems um, with the prequels is 
you know, in the original trilogy, it's like it was Darth Vader. Yeah. You're just like, he was the villain. That's how it is. You had this continuing thing. That's why there's such a relieving feeling in Return of the Jedi when they finally defeat him. Because yeah. it's like, okay, we've been trying to fight the same guy for three films. But in the prequels, I mean, it's like you start off and you've got... Um, Dooku in two. Dooku was in two. And you yeah. have Darth, Darth Maul, Maul in the first one. Which, yeah, he was the apprentice. And then um, three... Palpatine, kind of Grievous. Barely. <laughs> and then Grievous. You know, like, there wasn't much of one focus. And that's what I think is part of the disjointed feeling about it yeah. a little. And so I'd like to see in this new trilogy a, a continuing single. villain. Yeah. So, you know, and you can have additions in. I mean, you had, you know, in Empire Strikes Back, you had Vader still, but then you included, you know, you have Boba Fett. And, yeah. You know, in Return of the Jedi, you have Jabba and... Yeah. The the mighty Sarlacc pit. The mighty Sarlacc pit. Um, yeah. That's where I've spent my last thousands of years oh. slowly digesting in the Sarlacc pit's stomach. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I crawled out, though. My Mandalorian armor held. Good. When I uh, I used to play a tabletop Star Wars RPG mm-hmm. game, um, my character was formerly a Mandalorian. Nice. No longer, but still t- kind of bounty hunter type guy. Yeah. He was cool. Yeah, oh, he was cool. He was pretty cool. <laughs> so, Elstree? Tree? Is that yeah. how we're saying that? Elstree? Tree? Uh, 1976 premiered in London. Uh, the movie chronicles the lives of people who were portrayed uh, in the background, background characters in the original Star Wars, um, such as the famous stormtrooper Big Starklighter. Yep. Um, it's set to come out here, a.k.a. the United States, at some point. Yeah, and I think that's really cool because that's the thing that a lot of people don't know about Star Wars in general is yeah. that um, for as much as you know, I always say that it, you know, when you look at Star like a Star Wars wiki compared to like a Star Trek wiki, mm-hmm. Star Trek has just so much more because it's a TV show. So each episode you might have like one species for yeah. like a shot, but they have their whole story. You know, uh, I think their wiki is actually called Memory Base Alpha. Um, and then Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Wars, which is amazing, you know, probably in comparison a lot smaller, but I think because you don't have TV series where you can like go out on all this stuff, it's like people don't realize the random people you see in the background, they probably have like an expanded universe entirely about just that one yeah. guy in the Moss Eisley Cantina. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they do the salacious crumb, the like weird little laughing guy at Jabba's tail. Yeah. He has a whole story of how he got there. Yep. Um, the short and skinny, I won't give it to you, but, like, basically he is Jabba's jester simply because he made him laugh at some point when mm-hmm. he was going to kill him. And so he said, as long as you keep making me laugh, I'll keep you alive. So, yeah, you'd you never know that from just watching uh, Return of the Jedi. But hmm. So I think it's cool that they're kind of going into some more of these background characters. Yeah. Um, giving them a focus as well. Yep. Comics. Comic books. The... New Drax the Destroyer story, co-written by former WWE star CM Punk, yeah, is starting in November. It's called Drax, and part of the all-new, all-different Marvel. Looks really cool. Kinda, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of interesting that CM Punk is doing that. It's He's like co-writing it. Co-writing like, it. You know, it's. I guess Drax is the unofficial character of uh, the WWE. WWE. Yeah. Because um, you have. 
Batista mm-hmm. being Drax in the film. So yeah, is he? Am I? Am I? Is somebody out there offended? Is he like raw or something else? But uh, Batista is that like somebody out there is gonna be like he's not WWE. You're a jerk. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I can't. Is he UFC? I know CM Punk is in UFC now. Yeah, but anyway, so I I guess Drax is like the favorite character of wrestlers and fighters. Yeah, there you go. For obvious reasons. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, The Jessica Jones prequel comic slash Daredevil crossover is uh, now available to read online. Yeah, so if you're interested in both of those, um, it's available on the Marvel website. It's... uh, it shows how Jessica kind of gets where she is for the uh, new TV series starring her and how Daredevil kind of fits in to mm-hmm. the whole story, them That's both cool. being in New York. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah. That's pretty much it for comics. Yep. And then speaking of comics. Marvel heroes that are and from New York. New York City. Uh, Spider-Man Sp- yep. is coming to Superhero HQ in Disneyland starting November 16th. Oh, yeah. So Disney is full embracing the addition of the webhead. Friendly neighborhood. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. But I think that's pretty interesting that they went that far um, that quick. Um, Yeah. Because I I still see, you know, in general, like I've gone to Disney numerous times. Um, big, Big Disney World fan. I know this is a Disneyland, not Disney World, but um, it'll probably be there too. I'm sure they'll have something there as well. But you still have yet to see much of a Marvel presence in Disney World. In Disney World, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't been so to much. Disneyland. I'm sure Disneyland probably made a little bit more. Disneyland has this, um, and I don't know how they still let Universal's Islands of Adventure have Marvel. Like yeah. they must had like a certain deal that's lasted long enough that Disney hasn't been able to say like. You can't do that anymore, or we'll sue. Yeah. Because I feel like that. Why wouldn't you do that right there? Because you'd basically force them into recreating a large portion of their theme park. Mm-hmm. In which place you just sit there and rape, reap in all the um, all all the people that would probably typically just go to Universal. Well, I mean, X Men is still right. Be there. Yeah, like they'd still have some, but like I don't know yeah. how they still let them have you know. Well, I guess Spider-Man's still technically Sony, but let them have that ride if now they have a deal with... They have the Hulk one still. The Hulk, yeah, they'd have to cut that out. I think Captain America appears in that park. Probably. There's a lot of those that I feel like they could just be like, nope, you're not allowed to do that. At least Disneyland has a bunch of props and stuff on display in their, like, Epcot. Not Epcot. It's it's part of Tomorrowland, but not really. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the former... Like Hall of Inventors, oh, but it's right. like a new kind of modern version, yeah, with all the superhero stuff, yeah. I fr- it's something that starts with an I. And oh, it's like innovations. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. See, I I know my Disney. Yeah, so they have like Thor's hammer and Captain America costumes and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So and Spider Man will be there. So Spider Man is going to be a part of it. So yep. starting November sixteenth. So there you go. Yep. So Eddie Murphy, yeah, um, comedian, arguably. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, no, he's I, was gonna, I was gonna say I like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, me too. Um, you know. Uh, anyway, he wants to make a new album, a TV show, and direct slash write slash star in a Spielberg movie. That's a bold claim. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. It seems like he's trying to egot. 
<laughs> and star in a Broadway play. No, that's not official. But um, according to AV Club, he wants the album that he's been working on for years to be like his own Sgt. Pepper's, a.k.a. the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album. So a game changer for the world yeah, of so music. Yeah, so a, a, a big uh, kind of high um, caliber is what he's saying there. Yeah. Um, he apparently, I read a bit more into the story, and apparently he um, wrote a superhero uh, spoof of 12 Years a Slave uh, Okay. that he wants to get in the works. And so, he, yeah. A super? Yeah. So is it a superhero set during it's that time period? Like or? that's the tragic background story, and then superhero is born of that situation at the end. So he was a slave that became a superhero. At least that's what I assume. Okay. I feel like that's probably happened in comics somewhere. That's probably happened in comics. Yeah, like I just knowing like the span of all comics, it's just bound to somebody that probably was a slave at some yeah. point. So I mean that's okay if if Eddie yeah. Eddie Mur- I mean I'm not a huge fan of most parody movies. No, and that's I, and how it kind of assu- like he said the movie would be. Yeah. And I mean ever since like the disaster movie, I've kind of yeah. been as far away from parody movies as physically possible. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I I, <laughs> I wouldn't want to see him do that, and especially. I think Eddie Murphy is a pretty talented yeah. actor. Like, I think he can do a good job. I think he needs to avoid doing overly goofy roles. I mean, like, he's been... I mean, like, yeah, do goofy ones. But, like, I think when he says he wants to work with Spielberg, you know, Spielberg's not going to do a superhero slave spoof movie. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, unless he really just kind of loses his mind. Um, <laughs> you know, he... Mind you, I mean, not everything Spielberg touches is gold, but no, you know, but he usually tries to hold himself to a higher standard yeah. than parody yeah, yeah. films. So, I mean, not that he's, I'm saying that, but that's, yeah. So Just apparently kidding. Eddie Murphy wants to attack you from all medias, <laughs> an album, <laughs> the cross TV media show, event. movie. All new, all different Eddie Murphy. The, yeah, the all new, all different Eddie Murphy. Um, so that kind of wraps it up. You said you had a Halloween-based question. Yes. Okay, we'll do this um, kind of quick because we're, we're getting close. Um, Actually, like, technically speaking, no, but we're, we are getting we close. We are, Britt and I have obligations. <laughs> yeah. um, separate obligations, but obligations nonetheless. Um, so I think this is tying into kind of the Friday the 13th um, okay. game earlier. Um, Britain, I know we've talked about favorite scary movie, but we specified really, you know, like we were general with that. So I'm going to specify more specifically. What is your favorite slasher uh, film of the slasher genre? What you have to think, you know, slasher films aren't quality wise on the top scale of films at all. But they're just kind of like the guilty pleasure that you watch them just because. All right. Rob Zombie's Halloween. Rob Zombie's Halloween really good, was as far very as good. Movies go. Yeah, it stuck very um, true to the original Halloween. So as well. there's that, and then the original Friday the Thirteenth, I think, mm-hmm. might be mine. Yeah, no, those are those are solid picks. I thought um, so. <laughs> well, congrats, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> um, I will echo um, Rob Zombie's Halloween, and I say that um, just in the sense that I really did like. The original Halloween, right. like the original, you know, John Carpenter's. Yeah. Yes, um, John Carpenter's Halloween. 
Um, I did. I, I really like that as well. It's just it doesn't hold up as much now. Yeah. You know, it seems almost cheesy, but most uh, most older ones do. Yeah, which they is why do. I kind they of do. like Rob Zombie's Halloween because it still has the feel of a slasher film. Yeah. It still has. It stayed true to the story. You know, it just intensified it for modern audiences. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to say specifically Rob Zombie's um, Halloween. But I do, I do really like uh, John Carpenter's. Um, another one that I would probably pick as a secondary um, original Friday the Thirteenth is a solid pick. Um, I do like the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, as well. Um, I think once you get into all the crazy sequels, that's when it gets. Well, yeah, good. like honestly, original Friday the Thirteenth, original Nightmare on Elm Street, like yeah. they're. You know, I never, and this might be offensive, high, high quality to some people, but I, I never got into uh, Child's Play. You know, with no, Chucky. no, I, no, I never was into it. I know, I, I never understood why you had Child's Play and then. You had Bride of Chucky and then, like, Seed Spawn. Of Chucky. Was it Seed of Chucky? Yeah. That was Spawn of Chucky. That would um, be a better title. Probably. You know, those, the Scream, Scream movies, they were decent, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're kind of a parody of slasher yeah. films in themselves. I wish, I honestly wish there were more well-made ones now. Yeah. Because there aren't very many yeah, no, that are well-made. Yeah. But. Um, and the ones that do get made are usually, like, really low-budget. Yeah free movies that you can find on Amazon Prime. Yeah. All right. Well, um... So that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, We got a website. We do. Facebook.com slash IWTO podcast, as well as SoundCloud, which is SoundCloud.com slash Edinburgh now. That is the place to find all of our podcasts from when we started to now, as Mm -hmm. well as the morning after podcast. Um, And now we have our new YouTube, which is you just search it won't turn off on there and you yep, should be able we, to find the channel yeah it's, if it's a you, really long url so <laughs> yeah if you search it won't turn off um as a channel um if you search it for a video you're going to find a bunch of random stuff but if you search yeah. it for a channel and you include the exclamation point we should be like the first one yep so, should be we should be um so yeah i think we're wrapping up a little early today but as i yeah. said Britt and i have some things we have to take care of so ask us some questions for fan friday yes fan friday Friday, obviously. And uh, there's a poll that I made the other day for um, what people would be interested in seeing a stream if we do one for a Halloween-themed um, stream th- event yeah. thing. Yes. Um, which I am excited for. I yeah, hope we do it. That would be fun. Um, and as always, your you guys' feedback is always appreciated. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So give us your feedback, answer yeah. that, um, send us your questions. We'd love to have more than just two, like last week. But we do appreciate mm-hmm. those two. Mm-hmm. So that right. wraps it up. So, uh, yeah, have a good one. Toodles.
everything you need for Edinburgh is at edinburghnow.com, including live streaming of our station. EdinburghNow.com and WFSC. They just plain damn well go together. If you're looking for news that's more on the nerdy side, then join me, Britton Roselle, and me, Logan Lilly, for the It Won't Turn Off podcast on EdinburghNow.com with new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We cover and discuss the most important games, movies, TV, and comic news, as well as some unique stories you won't hear anywhere else. So tune in to a podcast that's so good, it won't turn off. Streaming only on EdinburghNow.com. Support for WFSC is provided in part by Bonnell's Auto Group, including Bonnell's Collision in Erie and Fairview, Bonnell's Auto Glass in Fairview, Bonnell's Auto Sales in Erie and Fairview, and Bonnell's Rod Shop in Fairview. Information on each service is on the web at bonnellsauto.com.